0: What's going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony. and listening to the Culture Jack Podcast. It's Monday Madness time. I hope you guys are doing great. Hope you had a great weekend, and I hope you're ready for an incredible week that is right in front of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast, guys. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about a recent experience with NFTs. We're going to revisit some of the drone stuff a little bit from the previous episode, and uh, yeah, just shoot the shit a little bit. So get your headphones adjusted, get that volume just right for today's podcast. and We're going to dive right in. So as always, if you guys haven't subscribed or followed us, please take a moment to do that. Guys, we're dropping four plus episodes regularly for your listening pleasure here on the Culture Jack podcast. You can also find us over on IG and Facebook as well. We appreciate everybody that's stopping by, dropping comments, liking the content, sharing is caring, and it is that magic time. Let's dive into today's podcast. So, <clears throat> truth be told, this is take number three. I think uh, I I uh, had some uh, stuff pop up while I did about ten minutes in, and then I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to redo this podcast. <laughs> and then i got on a hell of a riff i was i was getting after it and i kept getting phone calls so i paused and then i was like oh i'll just get back to it well 3 hours had went by and it was like all right i won't get back to it <laughs> and i had to wait a different uh i waited a day here and you know decided okay it's time to freshen up a little bit let's let's uh go over what I, the material i was going to talk about we're going to change it up a hair Practice makes perfect, all of those things, and here we are. So uh, I wanted to revisit a little bit of last week's episode. So Dustin and I did a, a collaboration a short while back. That's what you guys listened to. Great episode. Uh, we talked about a bunch of things, but one thing specific I wanted to kind of rediscuss because it brought back so much memories as I was listening to it to uh, edit. And then I, uh, did some stuff here and that's the drones. Um, I obviously highlight kind of what happened in that situation where I lost the drone and then it was recovered and I got the drone back. I did post some photos. So if you guys didn't check them out on IG or Facebook, check it out. I lost this drone for three years, almost three years. Okay. And a funny thing about this is, is, okay, when I put the drone up in the air and I have flown drones since 2016, I've had various models, et cetera, et cetera. Pretty comfortable, pretty confident. In my, my flying abilities have done some stupid shit like drive a motorcycle, or fly in a drone. Don't do that. Could tell you that. Um, I somehow never lost one doing that. I've ran literally full blast running while flying a drone, doing doing uh, some action sequences and shots. Not an issue. Came close, but no issue. Um, and then I lose the drones always in some stupid stationary, lose them or, or damage them in some stupid stationary situation, which is kind of weird and funny. And in that case, in that specific case, if you guys didn't watch the footage that I posted for kind of the teaser of what was... Uh, the Monday madness of last week I was standing there and this thing's about 150 feet in the air and then I bring it back and you guys don't see that part of the footage because it would have taken like 20 minutes to show you all of it um anyways I was bringing this thing back because it was having some kind of weird (laughs) weird issue and again it's probably 100 100 feet in the air 150 feet in the air something like that and as you know I'm having these issues you know my my uh heart dropped into my stomach. I'm like, Oh my fucking God. No, 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 no. And it goes off. And I think I, I talk about that real briefly. Um, but a funny thing about that, because a lot of thoughts came through my mind when I, A, when I re-listened to it and B when I was cutting the footage was it was so funny because there was three or four of us. My wife was there. My wife's uncle, uh, I, one of my, one of my kids was there. And for some reason, All right, this thing now, now let's just go on a uh, journey. If you didn't see the footage, if you saw the footage, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But we're in an area that opens up into this vast forest land, something that you could use for a movie, right? I mean, like there's, I I don't know how many acres, a hundred acres, a thousand acres within this green belt of, and, and it could go in any which direction, right? And for some reason, and this was funny to me now, not at the time, at the time I was pissed, we jump in our car and we are driving toward, and there's very limited roads. Okay. This isn't a suburban neighborhood where there's roads everywhere. And we're, I'm trying to figure out where this is going via the remote and through my cell phone until I lose visual footage. And then we got out, there's a couple of places, these back roads in the middle of no man's land where we went down there and then get out of the car. And it's like, no, and I remember at the time, like, should we go in the woods? What the fuck would we have done walking around in the woods? And I think about that because it's kind of funny to me. Cause like literally this thing was, this thing can go 40 plus miles an hour in the sky with no obstacles in its way. Right. That is by definition, a to B the fastest, most efficient way to travel, there is no turns. There is no nothing. It and it did that. Okay, so if you watch, if you watch the uh, the ramped up video I put on there, this thing flew in a fucking straight line until I lost frequency. But it kept flying until the battery got low enough to where it ends up, you know, going to uh, what appeared to be a clearing, drops down, and then ultimately dies at some point um, because of battery life. And then there it sat dormant. Well, actually, I don't know how long it sat dormant. It got fucking chewed on by something. And I don't know if it was a bear or if it was a wolf or if it was both. Um, And then it was discovered and then returned. And somehow, and this thing had to have been in the woods because the guy that contacted me pulled the memory card, saw saw my footage and looked me up and, and whatnot. And it just blew my mind because it was like, holy shit, you know, and you fast forward a few months now and I am uh, preparing this podcast and I'm trying to, I was like, Oh, it'd be kind of cool to share some of this footage um, with you guys. And so I pull it out and then at, for a minute there, the memory card wasn't working. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I reviewed this footage when I got it and then it sat there cause I didn't really have a project for it at the time. So I just left it on the memory card and then uh, it was acting funny, and I finally got it to work again, and pulled the footage, and then did a bunch of tuning and cleanup to it, and then you got the uh, the teaser, <laughs> the teaser trailer. But it was super funny to me because of the whole situation, and uh, you know, a little bit emotional because I it was at a uh, I was at a point in my my uh, YouTube hobby career of like, fuck, I'm done. I'm going to just quit. You know, this is it. And I talked about that in last week's podcast and it's just such a funny thing to me. And then, you know, I have it here and it's in a, uh, go or a, yeah, GoPro hero display case. And I'm like, man, do I rebuild this? It was a conversation Dustin and I had offline, uh, cause Dustin actually brought it back to me cause the guy was in his area that, re- that, uh, discovered it or retrieved it and so we have this conversation and and part of me was like man i should should rebuild this thing and then i remembered how much of a pain in the ass it is to take a drone apart because i've taken a couple of them apart and fixed them uh it's like no for now i think it serves a better purpose as a novelty with the leg ripped off with the chew marks on it a little bit of surface rust the half-eaten propeller the gimbal's been dismantled and is not attached. And again, like how that guy found all these P like he found these pieces is just wild to me. In the middle of no man's land. So anyways, I wanted to I wanted to share some of that with you guys uh or elaborate a little bit more upon the story because I'm still kind of in awe with with seeing it. I'm not a hundred percent sure what I really do want to do with it long term because it is cool. It's a great conversation piece. And for now I think that's what it's going to be. Um, but what the future holds for the drone and and uh, the story, I don't know. I do have a idea. I have the original footage around here of the day that I lost it. And now I've got all of the footage um, all the way up until the point of it landing and what have you. So I may put something cool together at some point. I just, uh, I, I wanted to rediscuss it a little bit in uh, today's episode. So um, that's what's going on there. What else do we got? What else do we got? I as as I mentioned often in these podcasts, uh, it's just been a hectic couple of weeks with all of the work stuff that's going on. Um, I've got some uh, courses I'm trying to wrap up. That's what I just spent the last two weeks prepping for for a course and and we'll be uh, pushing into that exam here pretty quick. So that's where that stuff is at. Um, a lot of cleanup stuff. I'm, I, I'm, I'm gearing up, and we'll be getting rid of a ton of things as we get closer to spring. I think here in 2022, I have a bunch of stuff that I've been holding on to for years. I've got some newer stuff that I'm just not using, and I've mentioned this many times over. Um, I'm going to start going back through sorting some stuff and then selling some stuff. Uh, without any kind of anticipation to replace it, uh, just to sell it to get get rid of it, get some uh get some money back on some of the stuff that I've spent uh time and money on. You know, electron I've got some cool, cool electronic things that I think I could recoup a little bit of money on and a bunch of other items. So I will be focusing on that. Um because there's there's some other plans that I need to free up some funding for uh so I can do those things things especially when you're when you're self-funded for uh all of the you know all the hardware stuff that both Dustin and i use it's not we're not sponsored yet we don't have uh we don't have endless bank accounts or or uh some kind of hedge fund that, that sponsors us or or uh an angel investor that's hiding in the in, in the sky there throwing dollar bills at us to keep doing this so um for this project and others i i got a like I said, I got to get rid of some shit so I can fund them and so I can free up some space. And I've got a lot of, a lot of, uh, plans for both the culture jack podcast and some of the other endeavors I'm, I'm chasing, uh, this, uh, year in 2022 that, uh, warrants it. And I feel pretty good about it. I've been focusing on it over the last several weeks. So more to come on that. I'll, I'll, uh, share some details once I, once I uh, kind of pull some stuff together just because, uh, I like hearing people talk about that stuff. I I feel like it can be an inspiration, not in the sense of you're going to go write a great speech or what have you, but maybe it'll be that, that at the time that that lands, maybe it's enough for you to go clean up those boxes in your garage or something. I don't know. I just always do appreciate listening to people because it uh, talk about, Oh, I'm working on this thing. And then, you know, your brain gets going and the next thing you know, you're, you're, possibly doing something similar so um something interesting i did want to talk about in today's episode is nfts you know i talked about that a few monday madnesses ago and i'm bringing it back because the interest is still there for me personally um in fact after i did that episode it it kind of led me down a path of you know Doing more and more research, and then I started to talk to some people, and then I looked more into the metaverse. And I will be doing a exclusive, you know, metaverse style, NFT style, digital world style podcast here in the near future. It's something I really do want to do. Um, but, anyways, <clears throat> so after doing that, I was like, man, I I really want to look into this more. I want to talk to some people. I watched. YouTube videos, talk to some people online. And then I discovered that uh, the place that I buy, one of the, one of the places I buy comic books from, which is the whatnot app. And again, I highly encourage you guys, if you're looking for stuff, they sell fucking Legos, pins, Funkos, baseball car. I mean, they sell it all on there. I mean, it's not, I'm not telling you to go sit there and watch it over and over, but if you are in the need or in the want of any of those items, it is an incredible alternative to the store if they have those kinds of goods or eBay or wh- whatever your, your normal route of uh, getting said items are, are at. So again, whatnot app it's free. Check it out. Um, anyways. So I was on the whatnot app uh, and I discovered that they sell NFTs and I'm like, well, what the fuck? So I get into a couple of the live rooms and I'm chatting with, uh, I chatted with a couple of the hosts for quite a, quite a period of time. And then other guys are chatting with them. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of this, that, and the other. And I found myself, uh, I bought quite a few NFTs. Now, <clears throat> the reason that I'm bringing this up is I, I believe I can paint a little bit of a clearer picture, at least from my opinion, my observation um, about the NFTs I purchased <clears throat> and where, where I think this is more than likely going to go um so the nft you know nfts are hooked to the blockchain which is like a digital blockchain it essentially records all assets and goods that are tied to it on a ledger and that is the said blockchain what i mean by that is you know like right now if i have a piece of art on my wall and it's one of one there is no like no one would ever know that ever right like, like literally, other than if I told you or I showed you, but no one would ever know that, right? Or if there's one of 10,000 and I have one. Um, so art's an easier one, NFTs, in my opinion, are a little easier. Anyways, the blockchain tracks that. It also tracks every, every transaction that happens to that. So what does that mean? So if I have the one of one NFT and then I sell it to Dustin and then Dustin sells it to Logan and Logan sells it to... So and so, there is a track record, uh, a documented track record that's open to the public to see everything that happened with that, to include the issuing information of said NFT to exchange to exchange to exchange of NFT, which is an interesting thing because it can take you, uh, it can take you in several directions, right? Um, but big picture wise what this, it does a lot of incredible things. And I think I said it, it was a part of a quote from uh, Gary Vaynerchuk to where we're heading into the, you know, the second to the third phase of the internet cycle, which is consumerism, which essentially is digital properties or you owning digital properties and rights. And I really think that over the next 10 to 20 years, that is going to be a critical component of the Internet landscape. And what I mean by that is owning the rights to X, Y and Z, whatever that may be, and then having a digital representation, a true digital representation of who you are. And again, I'll go into the metaverse stuff and NFTs together a lot deeper than I'm going to try to go into it today. But it's it really starts kind of lending itself to this like, wow, Uh it kind of opens your mind up to where it's like, this isn't this isn't that far off. And I don't think it's that far out there in regards to what this could become. Now, again, that was just the blockchain. That's the ledger That's how it's tracked. Now, the unique part is, is if you own a one of one or if you own this, that or the other, you can also publicly display them. Now, that's where like the metaverse comes in is, okay? well, I can show you on a website, but it's limited to a website. What's a better way to display things? Well, if you have a gallery in the metaverse and you, you know, I invite Dustin over, hey, come over and look at my gallery these are all the nfts i own and so forth and so on you can construct that gallery to look however you want and then everything that's represented in said gallery is mine so you know think about that for a few minutes and it's not just it's not just a gallery thing it's also got stuff to do with scarcity there's also ties to cryptocurrency because crypto is the baseline the uh the from an economical standpoint it is the monies that influence and move the nfts and the metaverse and everything that that is underlying but Bitcoin and and all of these cryptos also work off of the blockchain where did you get the money you transferred this to that to this and it's uh, essentially a way to uh decentralize banking and, and a lot of other things anyways I don't want to go too far into that today Um, so back to the NFTs. Um, so like I said, man, I, I spent, I I don't even know how much time on and off over the course of several days talking with these guys, asking questions. And then I, and then I bought some NFTs. Now there is NFTs are a little tricky to get because depending on who you're buying them from, where you're buying them from, how you're buying them. That's where it gets a little tricky. Um, you do have to have a, like a crypto wallet or uh, there's another name for them. But you have to have like a digital wallet. And I don't mean like uh, just some bullshit digital wallet. Like You have to have the legit one and then you have to tie the NFT. Generally, you'll tie the NFT to the digital wallet or to a blockchain site. So it can be recorded and then displayed. So you can show people. Um, in this case, I I started to do that. I need to finish that process. My NFTs are sitting in a uh, in a secured area, but I do want to move them because the thing is, is these are di- like legitimate digital assets. It's like the crypto, It's where it's like you have a digital asset that is not available anywhere and everywhere. It's uh, tied to something. Um, just like a physical asset, right? So it's similar. They do share the properties of of that. So like if you put it somewhere, that's where it's going to stay until you move it. Um, you know, if you put a painting on your wall, it's not going to move unless you move it or if there's an earthquake or, you know, someone steals it or whatever, but a little, little different in this sense. So anyways, the NFT thing. On whatnot, they sell NFTs. You have to buy them through a proxy of their of their uh, their internet provider website, not through the app for whatever reason. And the ones that I was picking up just to give an example, like I picked up a uh, Funko, you know, the little Funko pop guys, they have been doing NFTs, which is, which is pretty cool uh, because you can buy packs of cards. They're doing theirs in like a card style. Um, and then you get, uh, several different ways to kind of grow with, with it or, or collect them. Right. theirs is more of a collection thing, but actually all of it is kind of a collection thing at, at the end of the day. But so they have some, you know, and they've got a ton of them, so you can get limited editions. You can get a common, uncommon, epic, legendary, except rare. Um, and they have different tiers, right? And generally with that comes scarcity. And so, you know, they only mint, and this is this is where this stuff gets kind of wild. So they only mint X amount of this one card. So it'll be like 10,000 of this card. And then if you get a rarer card, it could be 2,000. And you get a legendary card, it's 1,100 or 500 or whatever the number is they set, right? And <clears throat> with some of them, like the legendaries, it's wild because you can redeem... And get a legendary pop that is really only limited to 1100. Okay, so if you're following me now, it you know, and each item within it is numbered. So if there's a thousand of those cut, you're going to get 992, 993, you know, every number from one to that one thousand, right? So a thousand possibilities. The numbers do make a difference, right? Because people. Want scarce? They want number two. They want number three. No one gives a shit about five hundred and fifty-two or whatever. As much, anyways, depending on what we're talking about, it could it could influence that. So again, it's a scarcity thing. And you own the digital asset of item five hundred and fifty-two of one thousand. Or you know, I also I also picked up. uh So I got some Funkos. Um, and the Funkos have different, completely different gear. Like I got some. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Funkos, um, some Bob Ross Funkos, which I think are really cool. Um, Bob's Burgers Funkos, Iron Maiden Funko. Um, what else did I get? That's that's pretty much it from Funkos. I did get some low numbers, and then I got uh, it, from what I understand from the several people I talked to, it's like listen, when these with these bigger runs, what you want to what you want to gear toward if you're gonna hold these things. Low numbers or high numbers. And by low numbers, I mean, depending on the, depending on how big the uh, mint is. So if they did a thousand, they minted a thousand or created a thousand, you know, you're going to want to want, you know, the first hundred or the last like five, because those are unique numbers or, you know, special numbers like four twenty or 69 or whatever, something that someone can hang their hat on and be like, it's so cool. I got 60. 69 of Bob Ross, rare card or whatever. So those are, those would be those things. And again, it's, it's all based on scarcity and you can present these things in a digital format, whether it's your digital wallet, you want to put it on a digital display there. Could it be linked to your, your metaverse? Yes, it could be. Um, And again, a lot of this is based around collectability, scarcity, what it is. That's why you see these one-of-ones going for a ton of money. That's where you're seeing all these records being broke because those are one-of-ones and then people use them as avatars, which is crazy because they own the rights to it. Like you can't, you, it's undeniable whose it is, who paid for it, when they paid for it, the whole shooting match. That's what's so crazy about this. So anyways, let me keep going. Uh, so I picked up a bunch of Funkos and it was, it was over the course of several days from a, you know, a buck to five bucks to eight bucks to most of them were pretty cheap. I also picked up some Street Fighter Street Fighters available on there now. Um, Marvel's doing stuff with it. DC, I think, is getting ready to do some stuff with it. Uh, I have a Topps baseball card. That's an NFT, which is cool, which is pretty limited. Um, The Street Fighter stuff is really cool. I've got a a, a, a Saget, Saget uh, that is 50 of like number 50. I think it's 50 of 28,000, uh, mints. So, um, again, it's one of those things to where it's like, if you own the one-on-ones I have not gotten into yet, I will, I am interested and I'm working my way, working my way in that direction. Um, these other ones again are just fun. You can do, I know that a basketball cards, there's, there was a guy I was uh streaming with, uh, Shit, a week ago, and he opened some NFT packs. Uh, he opened a pack. I watched other guys open up packs and they discuss them, and then you get the cards or the play. And again, it's all about scarcity, right? So you get this digital um, thing that is limited to one or ten or ten thousand, and then it's imprinted. So it's pretty, it's pretty exciting, and it's it's pretty darn cool. You can also trade people. And some of the stuff that's where this stuff gets really crazy is this. So with these high minted or even low minted NFTs, depending on who it is that did the construct on it and did the mint, you can also do what's called burn. So you can burn these cards, literally burn them, and then they get destroyed and removed from the blockchain permanently. So it's not not a video game. It's not a trick. And you may ask, well, why would you pay for it and then burn it? Well, think about this, right? So if there's a 1,000, we'll just say X-Men cards or a 1,000 Black Adam cards, right? Or Black Adam, whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be a card. Uh, we'll just say that they did a limited avatar and there's a 1,000 of them. And they give you the burn option. Well, if I burned 50 of them, that just reduced and made it that much more scarce, right? I, if I burned a thousand of them or 900 of them, that means it started with a thousand on the print or the mint. Now it's down to a hundred. That means me, you know, if I had five of them at the time, that means I have what 5% of the mint in the world of this thing or whatever it is. So people are actually going through and burning. And again, I say burn because that's the name of it. That's that's the official name of it. I mean, people burn packs. And so you can buy these packs of these cards with, uh, you know, just like opening baseball cards. And you may get lucky, may not get lucky. But people do that as well. People hold packs and will sell packs at a higher volume. Um, and it's a crazy ecosystem. Um, but it holds a lot of importance. And I think it's going to hold a lot of relativity and. As we go into this bigger, broader digital world, that we're we're, we're all we're, we're past the point of fantasizing about it because I feel like years past, it, we fantasized about it collectively, right? The metaverse, owning digital assets, and all of this stuff to where it was like a science fiction movie, but we're dawning on a new day to where it's like, no, soon enough it's not going to be like GT, you know, Grand Theft Auto five to where it was like the best game ever, but it was that in game experience. It's like, no, you're going to have your character and that's going to be your dude. That's your, your imprint on the new digital world. And all these assets that you have within said digital world will be NFTs to where no one wants to have the same thing. And that's the uniqueness of it. And that's where, as this evolves, um, whether you have them or not right now is, is really your call. It's just the, uh, the early adopter stage still, right? I mean, within the next couple of years, I guarantee some of the stuff's going to change. I think personally, again, I'll do a whole video on this. I think we're going to have uh, collected metaverses. And I think that we're going to have uh, baseline global uh, single-use blockchains that are not moderated by any government or country. And then it goes the same for, you know, a couple of channels for NFTs. But nonetheless, all of the wallets will work and work unanimously across all platforms. All of the blockchains will work. All of the NFTs will be integrated in a way to where if you wanted to trade with someone, if you wanted to burn this, if you wanted to do this, that or the other, it is an activity that can be done at the whim as opposed to right now it's different services that are providing um, the NFTs, and you have to have this set up this way, and it, it's a little bit of a hassle to to do today. But in the near future, I see that all going away. So um, again, I think it's really cool. I think it's exciting. Um, I I would forewarn anybody: don't you know, do your own research. Don't take this as research. This has been me explaining my experience with it right now. I think I have. 25 nfts something like that i'm going to continue to grow that out um, because if anything i'll hold on to them for a while and then and then try to sell them and make money but if not you know i'll i'll sell them sooner than later so i think it i think there is a relevancy for this though into the future as mentioned i think one of the big evolutionary things that we collectively are going to be dealing with uh across the world is is the digital space more so now than ever and then who does own rights who owns the ability to do x y and z not to say that i feel like there should be limitation um, but i do think there needs to be um, some some type of ownership because it's it's funny to sit here today and you think about how often you use the internet and what you use the internet for. And it's it's just wild to me, in the sense that it's like, you know, if you use it for utilitarian purposes, ordering groceries, ordering pizza, doing schoolwork, doing your online banking, what have you, right? And then it goes the same for entertainment purposes. You're watching YouTube, you're watching fucking porn, you're watching uh live TV, you're doing playing video games on your computer, you're, you know, on the internet or on your console on the internet. And you think about all these activities, the the metaverse is one of those things where like it ties real life into it. And it just makes too much sense to where it's like, I don't want to skin pack. I don't want to do all these microtransactions um, to buy a couch and to buy this, that, and the other. Maybe that's how they'll tie it. I don't know. But how can you get something truly unique in this world without being an engineer uh, to build said things? So it's it's pretty wild. But again, I would highly encourage you to you know go online look at look at what's what's happening um I'm not recommending that you go you sell your house or take a second mortgage out to go buy a $100,000 or $400,000 freaking NFT that's not what I'm saying at all but I would say educate yourself there's a lot of really really uh intelligent people um that have their mind wrapped around it I think I mentioned this before before the blockchain was even in really, the public preview. I was fortunate enough to sit in on some of the U.S. leaders from Intel, from uh, diamond mining, and, like real diamond mining, not like Minecraft mining. Um, and and I got to sit. It was at a Modox out of uh, um, or Modex out of Chicago, and I sat in on this. And it was a panel of people talking about this evolutionary change. And I remember sitting there. And I was like, "Fuck, this sounds like some Star Trek shit." And then within a year, there was public development, and and it was like, holy shit, they're not fucking around because it what it does. Uh, and again, I'll go into this. I'll go into this a lot more here in the near future. But um, it, it it's evolving us is what it is, and it's it's pretty wild. So enough enough said there, guys. Um, I did have a fun time talking to these guys. Uh, you can talk to them, you know. Like I said on whatnot. Uh, you can ask them questions. They'll answer them odd. Like they'll answer them. Like I'm talking right now. You don't have the ability to talk to them via a microphone or the auctions and the sales and shit would be a disaster. Um, but you can ask him, Hey, you know, how do you do this? Hey, what about this? Hey, what about that? What do you think of this? Where do you get this from? What about that? You know, and these guys are doing it. like they're, they're selling these things for a living. It isn't, it isn't like a, uh, uh, hit and miss thing. And some of these guys are, in it pretty deep so if you're interested i would say those would be the type of guys to talk to um unless you have a friend that's that knows their shit that you're comfortable with um but regardless check it out NFTs, non-fungible tokens it's a fun it's uh interesting and fun thing to uh, at least understand or try to understand <laughs> um but yeah so that is uh that is it for that what else do I got I don't have a whole lot more guys I I've just been hooked up doing what I do man week to week uh, I try to come up with some cool content for you here on the culture jack podcast um, I've got some side things going on uh, I've been uh, quite hooked up with work uh some long days over the last several weeks uh actually even before the holidays I've, I've been very surprised with how busy we've been uh, with that and then, you know, doing some exams as I can in some, in some uh, extra classes here. It's just like time kind of slips away. I've wanted to play more video games. I've wanted to get into some more VR stuff. Um, and, and I am anticipating doing that here, here in the near future. So hopefully I'll get some time in the next week or two, or or even a today making the time, I guess, to do that and a handful of other things, but I'm, I am uh, making some progress here, so I, I feel good about that. And I think that's where we're going to wrap it, guys. I thank you for uh, joining in and listening to today's episode. Talked about the drone, a couple of things, me selling or prepping to sell some stuff. And then, uh, yeah, kind of a a uh, hopefully an explanation of NFTs to uh, help a little bit maybe with you. And like I said, I do have some plans for a metaverse and kind of deep dive into the metaverse and deep dive into NFTs as well. But I did want to share my recent experiences with them. Um, and I, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I think there's definitely a future afoot. And uh, I think the physical stuff is still going to be around. I don't think that's going away, but I do believe, you know, within the next 10 to 20 years as physical resources, whether it's hobby items, art and etc. Continue to disappear and change; that it only makes sense that something is is here to replace it and is growing. You know, with with the uh, digital economy. So, let's leave it there, guys. Uh, if you guys listen to the episode this far, you know what I'm going to ask. <laughs> Please take a moment, hit the follow button, whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. We really do appreciate everybody that's following sharing commenting all of the sort and if you've been one of those folks take a moment drop a review for us we really appreciate that as well that's what helps the algorithms of these podcasting platforms so that uh is what we're asking from you today so thank you again uh we have four regular episodes and one special episode we try to drop as often as we can but of course we have days we have weeks we have stuff going on that uh we may miss some things and that's okay Uh, We've got a ton of episodes in the book for you, so if you want to jump in the archive, that's available to you as well. We'll see you at that, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Monday Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast. We'll catch up with you in the next episode.